I'm going to tell a story that I've told once before here, so forgive me if you've heard it before, but I think it's important as we celebrate what we're celebrating here today. I want to tell you about my friend Josie Vanderwoody. Josie's short for Joseph, that's his nickname. He's a young man full of life, lives in Manassas on the family farm. He loves working on the farm. He loves watching American football and even playing football. What he loves more than anything else is serving as an altar server at Mass. Eleven years ago, something extraordinary happened to Josie. Oh, I should mention he's the youngest of seven boys, the oldest of whom, Father Thomas Vanderwoody, is the pastor of Holy Trinity Parish in Gainesville out west off 66. So eleven years ago, something extraordinary happened to Josie. He was out on the family farm, and his father was nearby along with a hired hand that they, they used on the farm, and he fell through the roof, the top of the septic tank. Now, you know what a septic tank is, right? His father, immediately, without hesitation, jumped in and dove beneath him under the muck. His last words before he dove in to the hired hand were, I'll push, you pull. Hired hand called for an ambulance, for a call the emergency number, 911. I think the mom came out of the house. But those were Thomas Vanderwoody's last words, because he dove into the muck to push his son up so he could breathe above, because Josie couldn't swim, and the hired hand was trying to help him out from above. Thomas died saving his son. As we hear in the Gospel of John, greater love no man has than to lay down his life for his friends. Thomas was an extraordinary Christian father, father of seven sons, father of a priest. He died saving his son. Unfortunately today, people don't save people like Josie. They actually kill them. You see, Josie has Down syndrome. And today, most Down syndrome babies are killed in the womb before they're born. In other countries, abortion is disproportionately used on women for sex selection abortions in China and other countries where people prefer to have boys than girls. My friends, in this world of ours, in this context, Adolf Hitler would have been proud. Everywhere around the world, and especially tragically in a nation like ours, which prides itself for being a modern, intelligent, enlightened society, the human person and human life is threatened, not respected. People are not treated as persons, but as things. From the beginning of life, through legal abortion throughout the world and in our nation, through the middle of life, through unnecessary wars, terrorism, violent random attacks, over 60 million refugees and migrants forced to flee from their homes throughout the world, the poor and the needy everywhere, and at the end of life, of course, assisted suicide, which is legal in a number of states in the United States, and euthanasia, just people that are useless are killed. My friends, that's a lot of bad news, seriously bad news. But I've got good news for you, and that is about the truth and goodness and beauty of the human person, which is proclaimed and defended and nourished by the Catholic Church. As the Church in the United States, throughout the United States, today observes Respect Life Sunday, and throughout the month of October observes Respect Life Month, we remember that every single human person Every one of you 
was specifically willed into existence by God and created by Him with a specific act of His will. No human person is ever an accident. Every one of you was specifically, individually created by God with an immortal soul, with an immortal soul in His image and destined to share in His likeness, in the life of grace in this world and life forever with Him in heaven. This truth, the fact that every human person is individually willed into existence and created by God in His image and destined to share His likeness is the foundation for the fundamental dignity of every human person. And it's the source of all of the rights that every person enjoys. And it's the, need, the reason we need to uphold those rights and the dignity of every human person. Because we are created persons made by God and made for Him. We are not things. The truth, goodness, and beauty of the human person has been entrusted to us. We should be proud and joyful about the fact that the Catholic Church proclaims and defends and nourishes human life at every stage throughout the world. As a matter of fact, in this country, in our society, the only institution which gets it and which consistently speaks out for and works for the fundamental dignity of the human person from conception to natural death, the only institution that really understands the proper relationship between love, marriage, sex, children, family, life, is the Roman Catholic Church. No one else fully gets it and has the fullness of the truth that is so crucial to understand about the human person. And that's why it's crucial to understand, too, that we never speak of no's, right? We don't say no to choice or no to women or no to reproductive rights. We don't live for a no. We don't proclaim a no. We live for a yes, and we proclaim a yes. Yes to Jesus Christ. Yes to God, who is the author of life, as sacred scriptures say. Yes to the human person. Yes to women. Yes to the elderly. Yes to special needs human beings. This is the great gift that has been entrusted to us. We should be proud and joyful of the fact that we get it. We understand the truth and goodness and beauty of the human person. And that means we have been given, in a sense, the enviable task, but also the challenging task in this society, to speak up for, stand up for, to defend this human life, this respect life. That witness is our duty. We are called to bear fruit in the vineyard of the Lord, work in that vineyard for the truth and goodness and beauty of the human person. Let us welcome the task with the gift of the fortitude of the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit gives seven great gifts. One of them is fortitude or courage. That is the strength to be able to stand up for and speak out for the goodness and truth and beauty of the gospel. Let us have the confidence and courage of our convictions that what we are speaking out about, what we're standing up for, is what is true and good and beautiful. For every human person of all times and all places, we're sharing with everyone what is the natural law that is written on every human heart. We're not just kind of like imposing our Catholicism on others when we say unborn babies shouldn't be killed or elderly people shouldn't be unplugged or killed or that migrants and refugees have certain rights. That's not some sort of like Catholic thing that we're trying to impose on other people. This is the natural law of God that is written on every human heart, that every human person is created with a fundamental dignity and worthy of certain respect and rights. And so we're just trying to help everyone understand and uncover and discover that dignity. And that truth, which is a natural truth, but has been confirmed by divine revelation, the fifth commandment, thou shalt not kill. 
This is our duty, and we should do so with courage in the beauty and truth of our convictions, willing to work hard in the vineyard of the Lord by speaking out and standing up for the dignity of the human person. First, always first, prayer. Praying for our own fortitude that we will be willing to be courageous and stand up for and speak out for what is true and good and beautiful. Prayer for those who contemplate violence, for those who promote laws that do not respect the fundamental dignity of the human person, for the conversion and the change of their hearts. But then we have to work, pray and then work, work political advocacy, voting, being active and engaged in the public square so that we promote laws and promote a society which, which respects the fundamental dignity of the human person, and being willing to speak out in our workplaces, as if anyone goes to work anymore, right? Everyone's Zooming work. I do most of my appointments by Zoom, right? But in workplaces, in social settings, maybe even in family gatherings, uh, on our sports teams, our inter whatever, whatever we're doing, when those topics come up for conversation, are we willing to speak up? Are we willing to say something? You know, this is the proper understanding. This, this is what the human person is. This is who we are. This is the dignity that we deserve and the rights that truly should be respected of the human person. My friends, let us also remember that because we look at every human person as God does, we love everyone because we realize that every human person, again, is created in his image by him and for him. And that means we also speak to everyone of not just about the importance of the dignity of human life, we speak of the importance of understanding God's mercy, God's mercy. And we speak to those who might have participated in terrible crimes against human life or that have done terrible things to disrespect human life. We share with everyone the good news that God is rich in mercy, that every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. And that for anyone that's been involved in anything that was a terrible crime against human life, God is rich in mercy. There is no unforgivable sin. There is no unforgivable sin. There is no unforgivable sin, especially through the gift of the sacrament of penance. God forgives and he forgets, and we start a new life. No matter what the sin, no matter how many times the sin has been committed, let us then also speak about the not only about the dignity of the human person, but let us speak also to others a word of God's mercy. Invite everyone to experience that mercy, especially people that we know are wounded by things that they have done. Let them experience his mercy and confession. Let, them offer, let, us, let us speak to them the importance of, of counseling. Let us walk with them and show them our love and support as they seek healing and forgiveness. My friends, there's nothing wrong with the world that can't be fixed by what's right about the human person and a right understanding of the human person. There's no bad news that can't be transformed by the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let us learn from the natural law written on every human heart, from the gospel that has been entrusted to us, from the lessons of history and how human persons have been treated so tragically and sadly through terrible laws and wars throughout history. Let us pray and work in the vineyard of the Lord to promote the truth, goodness, and beauty about the human person, to promote respect for life from conception to natural death 
in all its forms, no matter what its weaknesses, no matter what its manifestations. Let us remember and let us share with everyone else that fundamental, beautiful truth that every human person is created by God, by it for Him, for all eternity. Amen.